the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmark, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day WA on this Monday. And here's a quick community update thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. Now, stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with the Department of Fire and Emergency Services and visit DFES, that's D-F-E-S dot W-A dot gov dot A-U. And this community update is thanks to new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. Well, I'll tell you what, they're on fire when it comes to the A-League women's competition. Four rounds, four wins, top of the league. We're talking about the Perth Glory A-League women's side and their coach joins us, Alex Aparkas, right now. Alex, thanks for your time. No, my pleasure. What a great first month to the season. Yeah, it has been. Um, the players uh, are doing really well. The squad's, you know, super competitive. Um We've got a great balance about what we're doing and we've had four really good competitive uh, hit-outs and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with where we're sitting right now. Yeah. Is it beyond your expectations? Uh, how do you feel about it? Are you surprised? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's it's beyond my expectations or surprise. I'd say that we're being rewarded for the focused effort and approach we'd given during the, the pre-season. Um, I knew that we had an exciting group that we were able to put together. And I knew that if we were really locked in and, and focused and um, we executed you know, how, how we wanted to play, we, we would be capable of this type of, um, of start and executing the performances that we have been. I think that's something that that's probably going to be our, our DNA now as long as we yeah, continue to um, be able to be really focused with it. All wins have been tight when you look at it. Even the one on the weekend, you came from behind to beat Adelaide United by two goals to one. I think I saw you make a comment that you thought that was the best of the wins so far. Yeah, it was. Uh, Adelaide in particular put on a very spirited performance. They hadn't. They were coming into that game not having the start to the season they really were probably hoping to have. And they're a great team, really good players, experienced players across the park, great coach. Um, so I knew that they were going to be really up for that game. And that's what we got. We got a really tight contest where both teams really went at it. Both controlled possession, both controlled the game at different stages. Once we went 1-0 down, I thought, OK, this is going to be a real test for us to see exactly where we are as a group. Um, and credit to the players, they took on some information at half time, And the second half, we really... Um, we really Improved in some areas, and, and the players were exceptional to show the resilience to get a to get two goals and, and get all three points. And saying that, the week before you're away, and you'd never beaten Canberra in the national capital. Again, that was a tight game. You won by three goals to two. Two scoring three goals away from home must have been pleasing as well. Yeah, yeah, no, it certainly was, and that's a tough trip to Canberra and. You know, as you, as you pointed out, the club hadn't had a result there, uh, a win there previously. Um, and we certainly were made to work for that. On, on two instances, we went ahead. And then on two instances, Canberra did really well to um, to get back into the contest. And once we got the third goal, it was, 
Yeah, it was, uh, there was enough there for us to make sure that we held out and got the three points. And look, what I would say is that when, when you're playing well and when you've got confidence, people step up and win moments. And there's a number of players, and it's different players, luckily for us, across all the weeks. But players are stepping up and delivering when it matters under pressure. And who are those players? Tell us about the additions to the squad and how this team seems to be far more resilient, possibly, than the previous teams you've been in charge of. Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. I think that, look, uh, Susan Fongson, while she's not a new a new face to us, she's someone who is um, really coming to life this season. She's been a match winner for us now with, with, her, with her goals on three different occasions. Um, and she's yeah she's proving to to really be taking this season by the scruff of its neck, and she's got a lot to play for. She's um, she's still very young, but I know she's extremely motivated to do well this season. So she's been an important part of what we're doing. Um, and then the other attacking options, you know, Grace Charlie, Millie Farrow, they're they're doing their business that they need to do. And then across the back line, we've obviously got the leadership of Tash. We've got. Claudia coming into her own this season, Mihocic and, and Jess Cowett's been very good for us as well. I couldn't, it would be very hard for me to pinpoint one player. It's, it certainly is a, a combined effort across the whole squad. And it's a far more open attacking competition sometimes in the yeah. A-League men's. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I saw the game when you had the double header, when you beat Newcastle by one goal to nil uh, when the season got underway. And I was thoroughly impressed by the football played by the A-League women's team. And I've followed, when I can, on the 10 Network, uh, the the other games as well. Saying that, uh, you seem to be a coach that wants to take the game on. Is that the way the girls are playing? It certainly is. I think we spent a lot of time on working, you know, our attacking play, our attacking movements. Um, one thing I've learned over the last couple of seasons now is that we... We need to score more goals, and that was really important during the off-season to make sure that we had a good balance of attacking threats and options. Um, and we, yeah, we we were really conscious in ensuring that we're not going to put all the all the pressure of scoring just on one or two players. We really wanted it to be something that's spread equally across the field. Um, and yeah, we've been able to do that, and we're, we're having a lot more shots per game than what we have in previous years. We're having a lot more penalty box entries than what we have in, in previous years and goals. So. It's been good and long may it continue. It seems to be a fairly tight competition as well, Alex. I said at the top of the interview, you haven't blown any teams away. Do you think that'll be a reflection of the season going forward as well? Uh, I think that we've still got a lot of improvement in us and growth and we can be a little bit more clinical in moments. And uh, I think that if we're really focused, as I said, on what we're doing, um, we give ourselves a chance in every match. Whether it blows open or not, you know, that doesn't always give a real indication of a dominant team in a specific match. There are a lot of factors that go into some of those big open games uh, when the scoreline does blow out a little bit. I can see all the teams progressing as well, though, throughout the course of the season. Um, You know, we we had a slow start this time last year, but we really built into it and had a great run towards the back end. Teams, you know, they go through different types of roller coasters. So I, I do expect every game to be a really big competitive hit for us, um, but as long as we're sort of looking after what we need to, or we give ourselves a chance in every game.
You've got a big one this Saturday night, haven't you? Uh, Melbourne victory, yeah. uh, they're in fifth position. You're on top at the moment. And the game gets underway 7 o'clock Saturday night at Macedonia Park. Uh, this will be another real test for your squad. Yeah, absolutely. And this is what I'm saying. You know, they haven't had the start they would have liked um, in the first few weeks, but they're starting to, to come good now. You know, they've got close to 300 Matildas caps spread across their group. They've got the most experienced coach in the competition. You know, they train at the home of the Matildas. This is a big team and it's a big test. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. I know the players are really, really excited to go head to head with this group. I know last season, I don't think you beat them. Uh, there was a draw away from home and they got you here at home. So uh, it'd be good yeah. to reverse that uh, this Saturday night. Do you expect to change the side at all? Because you've got a bit of depth in your squad now. Are you conscious of rotating players and keeping them fresh? Uh, it's always an interesting one. You can um, you can look at it a number of ways. And, you know, we, we do have a lot of options. And I think that is one of the reasons we've had a fantastic start because the internal depth and the internal competition for positions is really pushing players. Um, and that's, that's an important factor. Um, when I look at Melbourne Victory in particular, you know, as I mentioned, they're a very experienced team. So when we go through the selection process, that'll be something, uh, one of the variables that we'll have to consider when making decisions. But we've got the team that can really go out there and, and, and do some damage. And whoever, whoever gets selected, I think, will um, really give a great account of themselves. And what about on the back end of the Matildas? We saw them here with those uh, Olympic qualifiers. The interest in women's football is at a high level in Australia at the moment. And we can see the attendances. And no doubt you're noticing the attendances following the Perth glory at Macedonia Park is increasing week by week, game by game. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, There's been incremental increases every week that we've played at home. And as you mentioned, it's definitely something that's noticed by the team. In particular, like the support is, it's vocal. I think um, it's a great family atmosphere. There's a good connection with the community within our home fixtures, and as well as when we've played away so far at uh, McKellar Park in Canberra, you know they doubled their their average attendance and had their highest ever. And I think they hit just just over two thousand um, for that small boutique stadium. It was definitely an electric atmosphere, and I think it's great. It's exactly where. Um, the game needs to continue to head and we're, we're in a really exciting, you know, phase and I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of it at this point in time. Yeah, Alex, you're doing an outstanding job. You, you really are. And I know the the players love playing under your leadership. You show real enthusiasm, real passion, and you've got a very, very good football brain. Can continued success. Uh, four wins from the first four games. The Perth Glory A-League women sitting in probably in uncharted territory, certainly in your time, top of the table. Let's hope it continues after their win and their game against the Melbourne Victory this Saturday. Thanks for your time. Thank you, mate. Alex Aparkas, the coach of the A-League Perth Glory women's team, doing fantastic things at the moment. And now, before I go, just an update thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. One of the big stories is that Perth Glory's takeover, Prime Land Chairman Robert Brick and business partner John Neckich has sensationally fallen through after the pair failed to meet certain conditions as part of the deal. Less than four weeks after the pair agreed to purchase the club, the deal has been cancelled by the receiver's quarter mentha. The club has been placed into receivership after previous owner Tony Sage was issued with a breach notice by the Australian Professional Leagues, the governing body who runs the A-Leagues over unpaid fees earlier this year. And after a lengthy process, 
Cordamentha chose Brick and Nekic as the Glory's new owners over six other interested parties. And in a statement, the APL, APL confirmed that the deal had fallen through. So there you go, some bad news there for the Perth Glory. And as we mentioned, the first of four-year players returned for both the West Coast Eagles and the Fremantle Dockers uh, today. And while some senior players were also put through some movement drills, uh, there was quite an impressive turnout at the Eagles. Oscar Allen, Tom Barris, Jake Waterman, Dom Sheed, Liam Duggan, Jamie Cripps, Jeremy McGovern, Jack Petricelli, Alex Witherden, Tom Cole, Bailey Williams, Jermaine Jones, Josh Rotham, Elliot Yo, all joined their younger teammates in the training session today. That update, all thanks to our friends at Irrigear. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. That's the program. Thanks for joining us uh, today. Uh, a pretty eventful day, plenty happening in sport. And we'll return again at five o'clock tomorrow here on Sports Day WA, straight after the run home with Hayes and Mardo. All thanks to the Kia EV6 GT, the World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Have a good Monday night. I'll see you tomorrow.